Sushi mommy's creating origami with your heart. Where do we start? Into the valley of death. You're probably wondering what sushi mommies actually came from and what it means. And it's not just sushi on your coochie. It's more about the idea of sushi and our topics being raw subjects. That people suppress themselves to share. We want to take the most insensitive, vulgar, and seductive topics and make them educational. By the way, we got those massages last week. Yes, we did. And this happy ending wasn't so much a happy ending. What do we get at the end? <laughs> okay, so our friend told us about this place that apparently gives happy endings. We took an initiative to do some Sushi Mommy research. So, of course, this research entailed understanding how these masseuses or these customers take initiative to take it to the next step and cross that sexual boundary that we were talking about last episode and we were in the customer's point of view so we're like okay me you know i thrust my hips a little bit do a little oh my little little just like i like, <laughs> think you're enjoying it at least but the problem i think the biggest problem was is that every masseuse was a woman mm -hmm. and they were they just like were not into other women i guess <laughs> because yeah, not pleasing other women i mean no relations over here just pleasing really innocently you know yeah mutually because we know from past experiences that these women do that to men but men just have such... You could measure it. And how do you measure it? Through their boner. Men have boners. That's just like the easiest way to tell that a man wants sex, you know? Exactly. And girls have fucking restrictions with everything we do. And you'll never know. Unless I'm like fucking sedu seducing you. Yeah. Unless I'm like, can you actually go a lot closer to my vagina right Literally. now? Do you? I don't want to do that. That's the thing. It's like I don't want to do that. I I'd rather just like just lay there and the they the read day, my mind. But at the end of the day, I'm like, guys just like really don't know. So you have to literally mm -hmm. verbally tell them, like, just fucking put it in me. <laughs> like, All right, we're getting a little off topic over here. We're talking about the masseuse <laughs> girls. <laughs> That's another time um, initiating <laughs> sexual things with, with other guys. But <laughs> so we realized these women only do this to men. So if you're a guy, we'll hit us up and we'll let you know the massage place, okay? <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the next So topic. at this, no, 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 we have to, we have to reveal something, our little theory. Oh. At the end of this, which we did not like this, we did not understand why they did this because it did not make sense. They gave us this quote unquote hot towel that was lukewarm by the time it touched my skin. Mind you, mind you, the mm. freaking air conditioner is on <laughs> in this place. Like, the, I swear. Okay, my nipple's hard as fuck. Not because I'm horny, though. <laughs> but because the air conditioner, air, air conditioner is on. Our fucking bodies are just goosebumps all over. And this lady decides to put a hot towel on me that absorbed all that heat into... My body absorbed that heat in two seconds. There was no hot towel for me. Oh, no. I was just like, okay, you put a blanket on me for like two seconds. <laughs> mm -hmm. But rubbed off all the oil. But then again, it's like, 
Okay, you put that towel on me for two seconds. For it to go, like, cold in that amount of time makes me think. I don't think they have time to heat these towels up because they're using it to wash the cum all over their fucking facilities. It's just an idea that kind of poofed together in our minds. <laughs> I'm like, there's no reason for them to put this this stupid-ass towel on our bodies. It's not doing anything for us. <laughs> Wait, what do they do at the end? Happy ending. What do they have to wash off? Yes, I don't even want to say it out loud because I'm scared. <laughs> I hope they have a laundry machine in that place. Okay, oh next God. topic. The fairy tale beginning. And we're talking about that first love, that first time your heart was so open and right there on your sleeve. And you're using shit like boyfriend and girlfriend. And I-L-Y-S-M. <laughs> L-O-Y. You use these characters in two days because you think, okay, maybe this works. Or what are you doing now? Or... You know, it's just those constant texting just for no reason, and you think that's what a relationship is. Your mind is, like, so fucking clouded because you just are going... You're literally tunnel vision in your own fantasy. Yeah, and of course, if someone's saying, I love you back, of course that feels good. Everyone, you know, saying how cute, how hot, how, gassing you up, of course. You're going to be like, what's wrong with this? There's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with this. I'm going to gas that person right back up. Word. There's nothing wrong. Your expectations are so fucking, like, low at the same time. But it's at, but you just make it so much higher because you're so at 100 before you even start at zero. Yeah. Faster. Mm -hmm. Thinking you're going to be with that person forever and expecting that. So after this honeymoon fairy tale stage... We go into evaluation. And this is when it gets real in your mind. And, and this is the make or break it. If you're going to lose yourself in your original thought, or if you're going to flow in this fairy tale land. You got to ask yourself questions like, have you lost sight of yourself? Or is this working out for you? So the biggest thing I feel during this evaluation is acknowledging how you complement each other in the relationship. Yes, everyone is different, right? You can't always have someone that's the same. Now, where do we see this? Yin and yang. The yin and yang is the perfect example of harmony, peace, and all those cheesy quotes that literally make you think of equality and balance. And... They're the total opposites, but they come together so perfectly where it makes sense. It's not always going to feel positive because it's work, okay? It's going to be hard, but that's something that you have to accept and work through and understand their personality to truly accept each other in a relationship. And if you can't accept their personality then you have to re this is where the reevaluation comes gets deep and you have to make a decision like you have to really put in your head when you're into these relationships is that no one's perfect and you got to accept the flaws that other people have and you got to really acknowledge these flaws and know where they're coming from 
to then grow in each other. Because you know, we're not perfect, you're not perfect. So if you were dating yourself, you're not going to like that. That's too much of yourself. You need that other perspective, that other personality that you're not going to immediately be like, oh my god, yeah, that's a great idea, to everything. You know what I mean? You always want, I don't know about you guys, but I just always want to learn. I just want to grow from everything I do in life. And if I'm so stagnant because I'm with the person that's either less than me or as equal as me, then it's like you're never creating your own ideas. You're completely stagnant. And it gets worse where you could even eventually morph into that other person's personality. You have to be able to challenge your own thought and be around friends and especially relationships because we're going deep into relationships now because you know you spend the mo- you spend a lot of time after you're in that honeymoon stage and you feel so good you realize you're actually devoting a lot of extra time to spending with this person so it that's why it's really important to understand their value in your life sometimes you find the figure out the truth that your personality just doesn't match and you have to let go because that means you are holding their love hostage just because their personality doesn't match with yours it doesn't mean it's not going to be a lover for someone else this is where good breakups happen though because if you are able to accept these The biggest part about any relationship is communication. Really speak on what you feel and on who you are. So this boundary of being friends with your ex really changes everything in your routine. There's no texting each other every day. There's no calling each other every day there's no being with each other every day being there in the same capacity you were before maybe you could text them be like how are you it's not gonna be that deep as text maybe it's gonna just be a little catch up and you have to accept that and not go deeper like you are in a relationship this thing about having these boundaries is not having fucking sex with your ex i know how much we want to but it just shouldn't happen. Like, you need the break between your breakup and starting your friendship. There has to be a break, and I'm not talking about, like, a week or two weeks or three weeks. Like, give it four to, like, four to six weeks. You have to give yourself that healing time of not seeing them in a sexual light because that is the big percentage of how why you see them as an intimate partner and as a girlfriend or boyfriend exactly because you just want to spend that time with them it's just when you realize you're in when you're in a relationship you spend a lot of time with the partner like we said so you you create a personality when you are with someone so much and so now you realize damn i'm by myself but these thoughts can lead you to darker things like leading that person on when you lead these people on i just feel like you're convincing yourself you're almost doing the right thing because it's like oh we're still like i could still like have sex but like we can't be together and i'm still just still doing my own shit on the side like if you both haven't created that communication where it's like okay, we accept the boundary that, yes, we are friends. It's never going to work out. Like, you're just still holding on. 
Now we leave these relationships with more knowledge, right? We learn from our heartbreaks and we know not to go into the next cycle of a relationship with an open heart like we did in the first relationship. Exactly. And as you get older, I feel like you now have the freedom to choose who you let into your heart. Yes. You know who deserves a place in your heart and who does not and how big of a place and how small of a place in your heart they deserve. But you go through these cycles and each cycle you get into, I feel like you lose a little more and you gain a little more awareness. Mm-hmm. Like for example, we're not doing that, oh my god, I want to be your girlfriend, I want to be your boyfriend, I why you so much. Starting with all these big terms of defining boyfriend and girlfriend and and saying I love you all right away no we're not doing that we understand that it's our choice and when we want to spend time with that person we choose that person and I think that's more beautiful that you can choose any single person but you actually go out of the way to choose this one person not because you're in this little social contract of boyfriend and girlfriend and because you have to it's because you want to exactly like now okay titles are like dead so now you go into this (laughs) canceled canceled no more titles (laughs) fuck that so you go i go into relationships with like okay i'm I kind of want to be friends with you first. I want to get to know you before I even I even want you to know that I like you. Like Yeah, because you want to see that raw version of them. You don't want to see that made-up version that they put so you like them more. <laughs> like, you know that's true. Exactly. Like, you deadass. I feel like also not wanting the person to know about you liking them, but you're, like, evaluating them already is, like... It has to, like, really stem from fucking trust issues and, like, being guarded and just, like, just not fucking trusting people on giving them the knowledge that you already like them because they can have the power to manipulate you in some ways. So the biggest part to not being manipulated is really knowing yourself. And the biggest part about being in a relationship is loving yourself before anyone else. My favorite quote is, be yourself, everyone else is taken. You need to accept that yourself is and love it. Because you guess what? You're the only person that you live with your whole life. And like knowing who you are, especially when you get into relationships, really can fucking save your time. Yeah, tell them in the beginning before they have to go through all these jump ropes and all these questions to figure out who you are because once you have to go through all those jump ropes and questions you're fucking leading this relationship to the fucking dirt because it it, no one wants like i love time with the person but let them know who you are so you can spend most of your time loving and caring for that person instead of getting to know exactly and that's why you start to get to know someone that raw idea that honest person this idea of them in that friendship stage yeah like the biggest problem i feel like is like when you're dependent with your partner instead of being codependent or like independent and when you're so dependent on someone like you're invading their space it's a lot of invasion of space when you're dependent on someone else's time on someone else's personality 
you're taking so much energy from that person all their good energy and just being selfish you have to know when you're being forceful with your opinions and how you want the other person to live and when it's a good advice and when you're actually being helpful because you know that person and what they need whether we love it or not we are gonna go through this cycle more than once in our life and those people that are still in their first cycle oh bravo to them did they get it the code or are they fucked in their own little fantasy i don't know <laughs> i don't know how kids do relationships these days honestly i don't know how these kids do the relationships <laughs> these days i don't know how these adults do these relationships these days i don't know how any age be doing these relationships so since you know you're gonna be going through multiple past lives partners <laughs> to bring those lessons of past relationships into your current relationships but do not bring your past relationship into your current relationship now what does that mean well don't be comparing every little single thing and be telling the person that because that could be really annoying <laughs> But just take the lesson of what you learn from that situation and share it with the person, not the actual situation. Okay? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing to take away from this is accepting relationships for what they are. The bad will always be there and the good will come. 